for how many turns? Just one right away. 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 Just one right away. Just one right away. Hey, Steve, um, remember that time when we talked about Mad Men? Uh, which time? Was I sober oh, at the time? Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Okay, uh, most right, of the other good. ones, yeah. Then there's the one where, good, we'd, we'd, where, we, yeah, where we'd been drinking. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, which was last week. Uh, yeah, it was last week. And we had some nice uh, feedback from some people about uh, the little Q&A episode we did, and good. I appreciate that. Good, was, good, good. So does Steve. Uh, it was also... Someone in the audience yes. <laughs> at, at the uh, live podcasting event at MMPR, the Marshall Plume Podcast Roundtables, um, kind of made the point the show makes about objectifying women. And... Or, well, missed the point the show makes about <laughs> well, exactly. objectifying women. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, acting like Rod, like Roger Sterling, but with yes. the funny parts. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, that... it's, it's like, you're the guy they're talking about. Yeah. You are literally the problem. So anybody who listened to that, and uh, we, we we apologize if anybody heard anything that was shitty there, and there was something shitty, and people shouldn't talk like that about women. Um, no, because it should it, not. That's just or 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 anybody. But in that case, yeah, right, it was about right. women, and it was just not right. Yeah. Also, uh, also said by somebody I presume who doesn't really watch the show or listen to the podcast. So you I know. don't think so. I, yeah, I think I think you I know. think that's probably the case. So, yeah, I just wanted to get that out there because uh, when it happened, I just kept talking over the person because I thought maybe if I did that, we could just keep going. I didn't feel like getting into a yeah uh, shouting match with somebody. But folks, there's a point to yes. this whole show. Um, and that's that. And in fact, I talked about that in the episode. One of the reasons I like it is that it actually shows that having nostalgia for this period is really stupid. It is. It is. <laughs> because it was not good then. It was yeah. better than it was 20 years before that, and et cetera, progress. Of course. But um, just because people wear thin ties and drink rye all day doesn't mean the way they behave is cool. No. No. You know, uh, and I, th I think that's one of the things about shows is how yeah. we kind of romanticize the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, heck, the end of season one, right? Nostalgia. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, this is, and I think sometimes people really miss the point. It's like, it, it's up there with the people who look and go, I want to be like Don Draper. No, you're really sure. Not. Sure. I mean, I'm, and that's the thing about the show is like, you have, you have to, you know, they, they assume their audience is smart. And if they're not smart enough to, yep. to figure it out, they don't really care. Exactly. And exactly. This is, and this is always the thing with me uh, that it's like, well, you know, and I hate saying this to people, but it's like, no, you've, you've actually literally missed the point of this show. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and I like for people to enjoy uh, art in their own way, but sure. when they literally miss the point of it's, it's like when yeah. Paul Ryan says, gee, I, I didn't know Rage Against the Machine were so political. Yeah. Um, it's like, really? It's like, if you listen, well, who you do you think really the machine is they're raging against there, Paul? You, you I really, think it's you and your friends. You really haven't listened to their lyrics, have you? You're, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah. Can't believe you two are getting so political. Yeah. That's, uh, when, uh, when, did, when did Star Trek get so political? That's, mm. that's another great one. When you did know, Star Trek get political? 1966? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the first episode was called The Man Trap, if I'm not yes. mistaken. Yeah. So, I mean, anyway, I uh, people who heard that and didn't hear me snapping at somebody uh part of that was trying to not do that and part of it was i was kind of shocked yes. somebody would yell something like that and actually be that much of a dickhead yeah. and now i've made my point um <laughs> and i agree with your point i just, well i wouldn't i wouldn't have just, made it just so we know yes everybody knows that we're we are both on the same page yes and if uh i wouldn't have, i wouldn't have made the point had you disagreed with I think you might have. You think so? I think you might have. Yeah, you've met me, have you? Yeah, um, exactly. And uh, <laughs> you, you might not have called me an asshole, but you would have told me I was wrong. Uh, I would have told you <laughs> you were wrong. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we're in season seven, episode three, field trip today. Uh, it was originally aired on April twenty seventh, twenty fourteen. That was right around when Russia took Crimea. Anyway. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. where the hell that comes from uh right so uh this is one that's uh i like this one quite a bit i, I season seven season seven's pretty good uh 
we'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> There's just some weak things at now and then, but I, I like this episode generally. Uh, and we open with Don at the movies as Don does when it's, it's almost like Matt Weiner's like, you know, I don't know how to open this one. Oh yeah. Don goes to the movies all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's watching a uh, model shop, which is a Jacques Demi movie. And I don't know this movie, but it is about a guy who uh, is lost and he impulsively follows a woman until she relents and he finds out she's broken too, yeah. which might sound vaguely familiar. <laughs> so, you know, so he harasses her. Yeah, exactly. Too. It's Again, it's another male, hetero male fantasy movie, isn't it? It really I mean, is. It's hard for me to say for sure because I haven't seen the movie. So no, I, might be, I. No. I might be unfair, but <laughs> but I don't think so. I don't think that's from the descriptions I've read. I read a couple of reviews, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's... It's amazing when you go back and listen to music from that era, how many songs are about men doing what we would today call <laughs> sexual harassment. Yeah. Like I, yeah. Roy Orbison. Roy Orbison. Oh hello. God. Almost every Roy Orbison freaking song is like that. Pretty woman walking down the street. Yeah. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to cat call you and follow you until yeah. you relent yeah. because you're probably frightened. <laughs> yep. And if you called the cops, they wouldn't do anything. Nope. Yeah. It's, um, so that again, making the point that we were making earlier. Uh, anyway, uh, yes. it's it's it. This is, and of course, she finds that she's a broken woman, and of course, a lot of it. That's we're we're watching the Draper marriage kind of not, and the second Draper marriage not go well in this episode no. for sure. Um, so Don calls Don. I have to explain who's who there, and uh, he needs stuff. Yes. Uh, so she's going to get stuff. He also, you don't see how he gets he gets dressed up in his suit to call her. It's yeah. like he's putting on Don Draper, which I guess yeah. he's doing, to, yes. to call his secretary. Um, Don doesn't have time to drop stuff off because she's now running the freaking office. Don doesn't know that, of course. Yeah. Um, he's basically just trying to keep up. Uh, and but this isn't easy for other Don because she, as I said, runs the place. And uh, oh, oh, and then. Um, Oh, there was a call from Alan, like yeah. his agent. And the thing here is that Alan is, he calls the office because he thinks that's where I'm going to get a hold of Dawn. So that makes yeah. some sense. And it turns out that Megan's being a twit. Um, I kind of get what she's doing. I get you want a second chance. That's, I would, yeah. I don't know. I, I've never auditioned for anything, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I've never, however, you know, uh, I don't know, um, tracked down a journal editor yeah. to say, can I resubmit this? <laughs> but here's the point. Here's yes. the point. Okay. What if she were a man? Oh, yeah. I think that, again, going back Here to it what is. We, we talked about is Here it is. If, like, because I almost called him Han Solo. Uh, Harrison Ford did that for, oh, yeah. for one director where he just literally followed him around. You know, in order to try and get a part. Yeah. And he dressed up and did all kinds of weird things. And people see that as a kind of, well, that's kind of a cute thing that Harrison Ford did when he was young. It's sort of, it's stick to itiveness. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas because it's a woman. Because it's a woman. You know, so, and, and what, and what, so what happens? He calls Dawn to control her. Yes. Keep your woman in check, Dawn Draper. Yes. Again, this episode is, in fact, making the point that we talked about at the beginning over and over and over. Yep. And even though Alan's gay, yeah, he's still a misogynist asshole. <laughs> yes. So, so it's come here, get your woman in, in yep. line kind of thing. Yep. Um, my favorite gay part of that can whole, be assholes too. Sure. They can. Yeah. I, I've known some. Um, yep. And the part where he's <laughs> I love when, the best part of that whole exchange is when Don says he met, she met Rod Sterling. Yeah, <laughs> like he's just impressed. It's like, well, Rod Serling's kind of awesome. To be fair, I would be impressed too. I would be too. I'm a big yeah. Rod Serling fan. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, Seven Days in May, buddy. Yep. That's a piece of work. If you haven't seen that movie, folks. Yep. Also oddly prescient. Um. So Peggy didn't get any Cleo nominations. Um. So she's pissed off. And um. The banter between all the creative people, I like that. Though. Like, so she's pissed off because she didn't get nominations, and it, I think uh, Ginsburg got one, right? Because of yeah, uh, yeah, Playtex, Playtex that she used to be on when she was there before. Yeah, she gave to him. Yeah, which um, she points out exactly. And, and then he does that kind of weird misogynistic thing where he looks, he pretends he's squeezing breasts. It's just so. See, 
It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Gins. Yes. Person who made stupid sexist comment last week in our live recording actually was, if, if there was ever a good time for it, it was just before this episode. Uh, yes. But yeah, um, I do like that banter. They really do seem like they're friends. I, I, oh, they, they, I, yeah, that they seems are. really genuine to me, you know, yeah. um, and they can like bust each other's balls and stuff like yeah. that. No one cares. They're just, they're friends and yeah. coworkers. I, I, I really like that. It seems really reasonable. Um, and, it's, and it's funnier because she's annoyed. <laughs> of course, it's always funny when one of the friends is annoyed, the other two yeah. are making fun of them. I, yeah, I got a, there's a buddy, a buddy of mine at work who's like that that gets upset, and then the two of us get mad, get you know, kid around with him. But on the other hand, I was once told someone once said, someone once said, uh, uh, Broadbeck's an open book, and the title of that book is Anger, um, <laughs> which I thought's very good. Um, uh, so Don's on his way to LA and the flight attendant actually knows him. I've actually gone through that when, yeah. um, when my dad was sick, I would fly down to London so much Right. that the flight attendants in Air Canada got to know me. <laughs> it was really weird. Hello, Dr. Broadbeck. Hi. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, and of course she thinks that he's going out just to have a nice midweek visit. Yes. Um, but that's not what he's doing. No. Uh, yes, because again, as you point out here, Dawn thinks Megan's like, everything is about infantilizing women. It is right, it really is in this episode. Like it's really bad that way. Yeah, again for a reason. It's being done to point something out, folks. Um, not being done as a way to actually behave. It's not prescriptive. It's descriptive, no. as they yeah. say in linguistics. Um, but Dawn's going there to go deal with his woman. Yeah, you know. keep her in line. She's yep. a child. I have yep. to go save her. It's just I'm be, being the knight in white shining armor coming to say coming to save Megan from herself. Yeah, it's the worst. Um, then we see Lou and we find out that Lou didn't actually uh, put anything in that Peggy did because he couldn't put his name on it. Yeah. And I hate Lou and I know I'm yeah. supposed to hate Lou. Yeah. I, I think Alan Havy's doing a really nice job of making me hate these characters. He is. <laughs> he's, he's a very good actor. I mean, you, you know, he I mean, really is. When, you know, when, when you hate somebody. You know they're doing their job well. When you hate a fictional character, right? Yeah. And this is it's something that always gets me. Like, like, I don't hate the other characters. There are some I don't like very much, but yeah. I don't hate them. Yeah. I hate them. <laughs> because we've seen characters like this before, and, and yes. you just go, yeah, well, he's just an asshole. But you really mm. hate this guy. Because he's, right? yeah. Because he plays him so well. He's a, he's a hack. Like, when Peggy called him yeah. a hack, it, he actually is a hack. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's per the perfect word. Yeah. Um, and they do every like you know, putting just putting him in the cardigans, even for some reason, makes him worse. I don't know, it makes him seem older, it makes him seem more old fashioned. Old fashioned is probably the right way to put it, yeah, right? Because because he, he's got the, the glasses with the with the tie with the, around with the it. thing, yeah, yeah. So it, it makes him look older, yeah. I mean, he probably is older. I think than, he's supposed to be like 10 years older than Dawn, kind of thing. But, right? but again, you know, it's it's all, you know, like, and I think we mentioned this in the live thing, or at least I did. It's the, the visuals. They give you a lot of visual all kinds cues, of stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. So by doing that, you, because he already seems like a granny, <laughs> yes, right? You know what I mean? Yes, you know, with does. the cardigan, you know, and, yeah. and so, you know, we, we get that visual clue. And then when he starts to talk, it, yeah. the visual Q kind of feeds into that. It's funny. Cardigans were, there's a strange time in the early nineties when like Kurt Cobain was wearing cardigans when they were yes. kind of cool. Yeah. But and there, there was even a band called the cardigans. There is a band called. I quite like the cardigans. Good, good band. Um, I've only heard a couple of their songs. Yeah, but... It's good stuff. They're, I think they're Australian, right? I think something like that. Yeah. Swedish. Australian, Swedish, something foreign. <laughs> um, <laughs> they speak funny. They all, they, speak they all funny. talk funny. That's the yeah, thing. They all right? talk funny. Uh, oh, it's Francine. I'm, I was so happy when I first saw this. Like, hey, Francine. Francine's back. Yeah. And I love the, the two of them are, Francine has done something completely. She's changed her life. Her kids she have grown up and she's like, I got to do something. She goes and yep. becomes a travel agent. Peggy, or I keep saying Peggy. Peggy. Betty is lost. She's even like, well, how is it like? What's it like being a real estate agent? She's like a travel agent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they talked about real estate years ago i think so I, I, second season maybe yeah um and it's funny because francine and this is also an episode where she, francine doesn't make overt sexual remarks about 
Betty's husband, which she used no. to do about Dawn all the time. <laughs> yeah. So that's maybe maybe she's more happy in her life. Well, well, again, you know what we're seeing is we're seeing what what we think of now as the rise of second wave feminism. Yep. You know, Francine is no longer playing no. the role she's been taught to play. And I mean, when when Betty says, "Well, what does Carlton think?" <laughs> it's such an odd thing. When I mean, and I've heard people say that. Yeah. What people think about so. I have heard people say that in the modern era. Yeah, I've Which, had people say that to me about Karen, my wife. It's really? Like, what do you? What you know? What do you think about that? It's like it's whatever she wants to. Yeah, like it's, it's not like, my fucking life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's really something. Um, I find yeah. it. Uh, that's one of the the, the show. The show seeing the overt sexism and racism is one thing. Seeing the systemic stuff is another thing. Yeah. But seeing the people who are in the system, like Betty, yeah, buy into it. Yeah, and I well, get that. Yeah, yeah, I get that's how the world works. But yeah. it still is striking when I see yeah. her say, "Like, well, the children are are my reward." It's like, oh yeah. God, you poor woman. Because because you you think that that that's how that's how these ideas are reproduced, mm-hmm. right? We often think that it's reproduced by men, and it is. It is, yeah. But it's also reproduced it's, by women because, especially at that time, because they were raising the kids. Yep. Right. I mean, and so, yep. you know, you, you get the, the women who kind of buy into that, yes. internalize their own oppression. Yes. Uh, exactly. Internalize, internalize the inequality and then, put. and then convey it to their children. Exactly. So it, it self-perpetuates. And I mean, exactly. One of the things that, you know, and you see this a lot when, when, uh, and it, it's, it's, and it's hard when you, when you realize you're doing it. I mean, I've, I've realized geez, like, sure. geez, what the hell just came out of my oh, mouth. Oh, oh. That was stupid. I can't believe I behaved like that. That kind of thing. Yep. Nothing yep. nasty. I don't think, but it does happen. And yep. it's, but it is something on a completely different level. When I see her saying that, and Francine is like, well, Carlton likes the extra money. Yeah. I mean, so she, she justifies, it's funny. She doesn't justify it there as but yeah. what she did at the beginning which is you know i gotta i have something to do with my day yeah and you note that you know betty is t- talking about her husband and not about herself yeah. right yeah uh you know, you know you're trying to get a whole get together with rocky and all this stuff and yeah. you know it all it's very impressive i do like yeah. the scene though it's nice seeing it's also nice it is seeing a good francine. scene it's it good seeing francine again it's like yeah, you, know, it is. you know i like that um and then the cost gang come in and harry's here um yeah yeah, Harry's actually right in this scene. Is annoying. He is. I, I he mean, actually is. Harry's actually right in a lot of things. He's just a horrible, yeah. horrible person. Yeah. Um. He is. And I guess Gray's offering up their computer. Gray was where Duck worked, right? Um. Yeah. And that's this is actually this is a thing. He says they use somebody else's computer, and it turns out that Gray is offering up their computer, and they put a thing out. And this is the beginning of what's called time sharing. Um, yeah. Because computers were on but they weren't being used so it's like yeah. you rent out, and, you rent at the time eh? and they were large and expensive <laughs> it's a, right there's yeah i mean it's you think about uh yeah they're, they're expensive in the tens and thousands well yep. more than that hundreds and thousands of dollars yep. and the size of i'm just a sitting room? in a, this room <laughs> uh, easily this room uh the thing that gets me there's a there's an old picture i found uh saw years ago of uh, of of, of uh, people unloading from a pallet yeah. a five megabyte hard drive. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's the size of a fridge. Yeah, yeah. So the world's changed. Um, but he basically just lies. I like, yeah, we got a computer. We we don't have a computer. Well, yeah. it's actually not our computer. I call it our computer. Yeah, <laughs> we're developing that program. Yeah, um, Jim's kind of weird because there are times when we when Jim doesn't seem to like get what they do. I don't know that he does get what they do. I think he you know, thinks, like, I think the job is he, he and Roger basically see the job as a reason to go drinking. Yeah. Um, which is fine, but, but at least Roger knows Roger that they lie. Understand, right? yes. like, like, like he knows that they will lie. Jim yeah. doesn't seem, you know, and, and Roger kind of likes that. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm, I'm down with the lying. Well, when Jim says, well, when he says, you know, it's not our computer and Jim's like, Oh, I thought we had a computer. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, well, no, you would but, know if you had a computer in 1969. It's the size of a house. Yeah. What do you think? It's in the basement of the Time Life building or something? Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, time sharing became a thing. And that's where things like uh, eventually when networking comes along in the 70s and 80s, is where you get things like CompuServe and that they all started out as uh, 
renting corporate network, like insurance company computers, things yeah. like that. It's just wild, right? Um, but yeah, so that's the beginning of this is, is this whole time sharing thing. Of course, these wouldn't be network machines. Um, are you aware your self-pity is distasteful? Is a really good line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's actually right. And Harry's right. And the idea of, you know, doing this sort of uh, using basically mathematical modeling and computing power to figure out exactly the ad you should see. Right. Yep. Uh, so he's right. Uh, I have a feeling later on at some point, Harry works for an early incarnation of like Yahoo. Yeah, I would think so. You know, like at the end. Yeah. Um, AOL. AOL. He's working. For, exactly. He ended up working for AOL. That's even better. GeoCities. Yeah. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> yeah. Angel Fire. Um, Can comes, I just point out that Jeeves is not a butler? No, he's not. He is a man, a uh, valet. A valet, yep. Yes. No, is a it gentleman valet or valet? Val- I've heard um, people say valet. Yeah, the English kind of say valet. The uneducated say valet. <laughs> the educated say valet. Exactly. Um, Megan comes out, or Don comes out to see Megan. Megan's so happy, and that looks real. I that, that's good. Um, it's, I, I, it's funny. What, Jessica Paré gets a lot of shit for her acting, but I think she's really good. Anyway. Yeah. Um, the, the the dramatic irony ha, ha, here there is that we know um, what why Don's coming out. So we're watching this going, uh, just waiting for the other sh- shoe to drop. And, you know, and she jokingly says, would you get fired? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh. <laughs> and Don's just a twit. I, I, he's just. Yeah. Um, he's off. You know, he's trying to save his woman. Who apparently isn't a functional adult? Yeah, because um, no, women aren't. That's what. No, that's no, the thing that's that right. you notice about women is they're not functional adults. Exactly, exactly. Mm. They're just objects to Google. Uh, right. That was uh, irony. Yeah, that there, Sarcasm. folks. That for those Sarcasm. who aren't, who, those who aren't scoring this at home, somebody's going to take that out of context. And get both of us fired. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. It's field trip. I didn't like field trips as a kid. Did you like field trips, Steve? No, they never went anywhere. I liked. Same. Exactly the same. Why aren't we going? I, okay, I, I grew up, well, I was in Sudbury, then London. Yeah. In London, there's a GM plant. Why yeah. didn't we go watch cars be made? That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, they, they, they would take farm? us to a, to a farm, but uh, like I had relatives who were farmers. <laughs> so, like, I've been to a farm. I've fed cows. Right. I remember feeding potatoes to cows. Right. It's like, I don't need to go to a farm. I don't need to do that. Yeah. And of course, when you're like seven, you can't go, mom, can I stay home? Cause it's like, no, yeah. I just want you out of the house. You can't yes, be. exactly. <laughs> I have a life to lead. Yeah. I want um, to, let me stay home. And watch definition. It's definition. And maybe perhaps reruns of something. Yeah. Uh, perhaps, yeah. I think I was thinking about this the other day. Cause soaps are kind of dying off in a little bit. Um, which ones did your mom watch? I don't know. Why I'm thinking uh, another world was, a, was my, my mother really liked another world. I think that was probably her favorite. I think my mom watched Edge of Night, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think my mom, mom watched Edge of Night as well. Mom sometimes listens, so she'll maybe she'll let me know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like field trips. Um, they make no, butter neither. and they make butter and grow eggs. Yeah, Bobby, you're just an idiot. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Don, Don tries to talk to Megan about the whole Alan thing. Yep. Yeah. I guess it's okay that he does this, but he does it wrong. I, like I understand that he's trying to pass along a message. And I guess that's okay. Yeah, I no, no. I, what what he what he should have said. Yes. Alan, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> oh Megan, by the way, Alan tried to get me to that's the right exactly. You. Yeah, and, and you should that that and that thing with Rod Serling, that's for some that's reason cool. people don't like that. I think it's cool <laughs> that you did it, but yeah. I think we should fire Alan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, can you introduce me to Rod Serling? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I'm out of smokes and I'm pretty sure he has some. Yes. Um, <laughs> Ron Serling smoked himself to death. He was younger than both of us when he died. He was like 50. Like 50, I think. Yeah. Something, something, something like that. Yeah. Really awful. He would have done a lot of these. I, I think back to this. Like, I think about a lot of the people that die, you know, rock stars and stuff that die shortly yeah. in, in the series, right? So Hendrix yeah. and Janice. Dr- like, yeah. imagine Jimi Hendrix probably would have played on Beat It instead of Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just that. Oh, I get goosebumps thinking about that. Well, well th- think of Michael Landon. He was like only 52 when he died. Yeah. Like Michael yeah. Landon. Like I'm older than Michael Landon. We are both older than when Gorbachev took over as head of the Soviet Union. Yep. 
what more? I think we might just actually be old. I'm older than Archie Bunker. Yeah, I know. That's that one freaks me out. Or because Archie seemed old. Sparky Anderson, when he was like 45, managing the Reds, looked yeah. like he was about 73. Yeah, my my theory is it was the war and the depression sort of it, it, war, depression, and cigarettes. I think you put those a- things together. Yeah, and aged them. It ages you. Yeah. Um, my dad used to always say, as soon as people turned about 15 back then, they just suddenly looked 40. Like, yeah, because there was no such thing as teenage fashion and stuff like no. as as and, much. And, and, and of course, our our health me- me- medicine is better. Medicine's you know, better. We know about things like being active and good yeah. diets and yeah. smoking and you know all that stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so uh, I love when Megan says, thanks, daddy. That's yeah. gorgeous because she yeah, totally was. is like, uh, you know, like, yeah, uh, it's, per- it's perfect. I should, you know, oh, and then she says, I should fly out sometime and surprise you. Yeah. So she, she knows that there's something weird going on, but Don's pretty good at faking things because, yeah. well, after all, he has, you know, stolen someone's identity, which she knows. Yeah. And she yeah. was also his secretary. So yeah. she knows all which kinds of things. Which she points out. Exactly. I was your secretary. <laughs> I know what goes on. Exactly. Um, I know how you can be when you're alone. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he says, I've been at home uh, right after you left. And of course, it's funny when I see that well, the first time I saw it, I thought, oh, he's finally going to admit it. And then I realized, oh, that's right. She's been living out there for six months and he hasn't done a effing thing. Yep. And that's what's like, oh God, she's totally right. And I, again, I've seen people misread yeah. this as, oh, she's in the wrong here. It's like, no, 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 she's totally no. right. You had upended yeah. your life. She had quit her job on, a, a, yep. a, I'm sure, a well-paying job in a soap opera, but yep. to, to move out and try to make it in in, in movies, and there, you know, that he it was his idea, and he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm not coming. Yeah. <laughs> Mace are still married as it is. Oh, um, oh, and by the way, when you. When I think you, you and your your agent or whatever he is, don't think we're doing you're doing it right. I'll come out and tell you to, you're doing it wrong. Exactly, because I'm apparently like, an expert in this. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's like no, no, no. I'm completely on Megan's side at this point. Oh yeah. So with a clear head, you got up every day and you just decided you didn't want to be with me. Yep. <laughs> I find that's really sad when he she, she says that. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, "You have to leave. Get out of here." Yeah. Um. And like she says, I'm not leaving my own house. Oh, that's interesting because she yep. now sees it as her house, not theirs, eh? Yep. Which makes sense. Um, I really like Megan. <laughs> I, I do. really do. I, I, I think do it's too. a great character. Um, so Harry gets a call from the Wall Street Journal. Turns out, of course, as we know, they don't have a computer. Yeah. Um, and Jim is reading The American Way of Death. It's interesting because that's an older book, right? 1963, yeah. I think. Yeah. So he's looking to the past. Yeah. But he's looking at the... What's a, it's, what is that book? You know that book? No, I, just, I don't know. I just looked it up and I know it was made, written in 1963. Yeah. Um, you have stiff competition, but I believe you to be the most dishonest man I have ever worked with. <laughs> I, I love that delivery because it's it, like, it, yeah, it, that's perfect. Yeah. That's exactly what he is. Harry's a yeah. dishonest man. And when but Jim the mo- Cutler's the, calling you out. <laughs> the most dishonest man he's ever worked for? I'm not sure about that. I may not be true. Wait, he says he has stiff competition. He he has worked with Don Draper. He's worked with Don Draper, but he doesn't, he doesn't know that about Don Draper, right? Well, that's true, I suppose. I doubt, like, who knows at work? Pete knows and Bert, Bert knows. That'd be it, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, Jim's totally clueless. It's weird. It's like he doesn't yeah. even know anything. It's kind of odd. Like, you understand <clears throat> advertising, right, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that the business we're in? It's like, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Um, so Don's decided he's going to go work for Wells Rich Green, which yep. would be a pretty sensible move considering how the kind of work he did. Uh, he makes a call. They go out for dinner. Yep. Woman walks over and a lot of people online at the time said they thought it was the same actress that played Stephanie, uh, and his niece, but it's not. Yeah. Um, and I guess, uh, I believe I know you the whole thing. She comes over yeah. and she has nothing to do with them. So she has, she, oh yeah, she has nothing to do with them. So she, yeah. she comes over, you know, uh, and basically uh, leaves a hint. Now, of course, yeah. this has been set up by Roger, obviously. Yeah. Because <clears throat> he goes upstairs uh, and he's like, you want to come back? Come back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, 
there was a real, I mean, I guess the reason he considers being with the prostitute woman is because he's pissed off at the whole Megan thing. But also, I think yeah. he's probably been, we know he's been messing around before, right? Because of yeah, and, that, and all that. That's so. what he does, right? His, that's, that's exactly that, what that's he does. like his go to behavior, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Well, sex. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, he's, and he's trying to cut back drinking. That's right. So he's got it. So, something's got to give, right? Yeah. Um, and Roger, as you point out in our document here, is living in his own fantasy world because he's up in that room and eventually one of one of his hippie lover girls comes over. Yeah. Roger. Oh, well. And again, there's there's nothing wrong with living in your own fantasy world. At oh, times. it's if you, you can know, afford it, you're not hurting anybody. I think it's fine. Yeah. You know, I just think I just think he's doing it for the wrong reasons, right? You I know just, what I mean? Like he's he's doing it to try and feel young again rather than just, you know. It's fine to live in the moment that, you know, yeah. I do that sometimes I, too, I, just sort sure. of forget about it. But, yep. you know, you know, it's a, it's like a middle-aged crisis, right? You know, oh, and, it's, that's, that's, yeah, you know. exactly. Exactly. Um, Don calls Megan and he just says, I wanted to hear your voice. And I believe him when he says that, um, yeah. and it, it's actually a real apology. Yeah. That isn't a fake Don Draper. That isn't a, I'm sorry you were offended apology. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's a real, like. I have screwed up here and I'm going to fix this. And that's, yeah. um, uh, I mean, he's, he's also not blaming ever anyone other than himself no. too. He's not no. saying, well, you made me do this, which is the kind of thing he would have said to Betty. Yeah. I think. This, the, 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 we see character development here. I think it's real character. Yeah. I think it, it's the real thing. I uh, just thought if you found out what happened, uh, you wouldn't look at me the same way. And that's, that is again, the patriarchy thing. Of course, Don's going to, internalize the patriarchy because it's great for men yeah um, <laughs> on some level but that's the patriarchy right there too right because he's yeah. like i'm no longer the same provider i was yeah exactly you know uh and that's that's a tough thing to break man yeah especially since your wife is making more money than you it, yeah right i mean it would be it, it'd be tough um yeah. yeah i mean i know people who still have those kind of yeah. things oh know. it's still there's something really screwed up about, I mean, the whole, that whole system screwed up, but I mean, yeah. there are times when I, I have in my younger days lied in bed at night going, uh, can I do this? Because I'm yeah, not, in, yeah, I think most guys go through that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird sort of silent thing. Cause we're not supposed to tell anybody because no, that's of course, not manly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> men are stoic. Men are stoic. That's right. We're all done. They don't, they don't, they don't admit that they have fears and fears anxiety and, and anxiety and problems. And we just and drink. Yeah, that yeah, that's right. Exactly. Um, like I, I can understand how angry she is. She should be. Uh, she should be. Yeah, yeah, she has every right to be angry. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not. Uh, I get that he's apologizing, but I get that she's not going to say, oh, "Okay, that's fine." <laughs> of course not. Um, she shouldn't. She shouldn't say that. Uh, you know, when he says, "I I, I know how you want to see me." Uh, you know that kind of thing, and it's it's yeah. it's kind of rough. Um, she says, "Don't come out now." It's not a good time. Yep. Uh, and he says, I love you. And he, she does not give him the, I love you return. As nope. Seinfeld would say, she just goes, okay, goodbye. Yeah. Cause she's pissed <laughs> off at him. He's pissed off again. Uh, like, folks, rightfully so. <laughs> I need, I need time to myself. I need exactly. time to think. Exactly. Which is, which is fair enough. Um, Bobby and Betty uh, quote, we were having a conversation. Bobby says, which they were about different monsters, right? Bobby's yeah. like listing monsters. It's the, by the way, this is a very, much a thing like an eight-year-old boy would would because yeah, yeah. that's all you know because if it's either going to be that or dinosaurs yeah or you know a tv show yeah um yeah. he likes the werewolf he likes he, he likes, likes the, the werewolf man. because it, yeah. they, they can turn they it's right they because yeah. he turns into a man for, into a wolf and then B betty actually says well dracula turns into a bat and bobby's yeah. like oh my god i'm actually having a conversation with my mother this is yep. great i mean she's wrong because it's not the same thing but no, it's no. a false analogy but yeah. still i'm but having still, a conversation but i'm mother. having a conversation exactly um and i have a feeling that bobby's never had a conversation with his mother no <laughs> like i'm i'm i seriously think that's the longest conversation they've ever had it's certainly the longest one i've ever seen on the show yep but i think that's how their relationship is like she just tells him what to now, partially bobby's yeah. a tool yeah partially bobby is a tool but he, even even when they were at the camp he didn't ha he was having a conversation with both of his parents yes right you know so so you could argue that that conversation was fairly lengthy, but that's with both of them. Yep. This was just his mother. Yep, exactly. Um, <laughs> I like what she says. 
the blouse says she likes everyone. It's actually yeah. a pretty funny line from Betty. Uh, it's not like, I mean, Betty's acting like she's showing half her old chest or something, but yeah, I guess in 1969, a, a t- person who's a prof- like a teacher wouldn't have their, have three buttons undone, I guess is the yeah, idea. Yeah. And no bra. And no, I think it's mostly the no bra. Yeah. Yes, mostly the no bra. I, I'm, I'm, as you know, I'm doing this book on the detectives of 1970s, mm-hmm. and one, one of the ones I'm doing is called a very short-lived one called "Get Christy Love." Oh man, that's a while ago. Yeah, okay. and and in between, I won't go into too much, but in between, the, there was like a pilot movie, and then a TV series. Yep. And in between, um, Teresa Graves, who plays Christy Love, uh, became a became a Jehovah's Witness. Okay. So she wanted to change to change the character and make her less sexy and okay, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And one of the reviews I saw um, from some guy was was apparent apparently Teresa Graves got religion and a bra too. <laughs> <laughs> and that's funny. So this idea, th- these ideas of bras, that that was a big thing. Yeah, well, because it's just starting the idea yeah. that, yeah, you know, if you don't want to wear one, don't wear one kind of yeah. thing. Um, so uh, let's see, Don, uh, Don goes to work. He decides, because Roger said, just come in. You want to yeah. come in? Come in. So Don's like, okay, I guess I come in. And he did, there's this thing that happens where he's imagining stuff, and then we're seeing the reality and the imagining. Is, does that have a like a name? That kind well, of effect? You're, you're the psychologist. I don't know. You're the psychology guy. No, I mean in literature. Don't they do that in literature? Uh, no. Well, okay. no, we don't have a particular term. I thought maybe you had a name. No, I don't know. No. I think it's, I would say he was, he's, he's, he's imagining. I think it's a right. technical term we would use. That's probably what we would to use to then. <laughs> okay, good. I think so. Good. Because six cause university degrees between the two of us, folks. Yep. Sometimes literature people steal from other disciplines. Well, I think we all do that. Right? To yeah. uh, explain things. Yeah, of course. Just because it's easier than making shit up. Well, make exactly. <laughs> um, he is really nervous. Yeah, we. But I think I think we now we see him kind of without his confidence. It's it's right. almost you like know. except for the hair, he's become Dick Whitman again. Yeah, you know, yeah, because uh, he's he's not Don Draper. His office no. is gone. The whole thing. Yeah. Um, Don's met Lou before because I think in the airport. Yeah, they were time, they were and they were they were also was. No, was Lou com- Lou was coming in as he was going out as well. There's also that. So I think he's yeah. met him a couple of times. Um, yeah. So Don meets him. Lou's confused, but that makes sense. So he should yeah. be confused. Why would he know? Um, yep. <laughs> course, Roger, nobody knows. Nobody knows. And Roger isn't in yet because he's yeah. Roger and he doesn't come into like noon or one. Yeah. Um, Don Don's just actually about to leave. Like he's like, that's uh, I can't do this. All right. Yeah. And then Gin- Ginsburg. Ginsburg yep. saves the day. Yep. You want that? You want I should ask him? <laughs> and Ben Feldman's so good at, at playing a mid-century Jewish yeah. guy. I mean, he is a Jewish guy. I understand that. But yeah, yeah. He's probably drawing on like how his grandfather talked or something. Sure, sure. But it's excellent. Um, Jackie Mason. It's very Jackie Mason, right? Um, everybody who's an underling of some kind is really happy to see Don, right? All yeah. the, everybody else. Hey, look who's back! Yay! I, the guy with the glasses, whose name I forget, keeps calling Ed. him. Don, <laughs> he's yeah, never called it, him Don it before. It's Ed, I think. Maybe it's Ed. Yeah. How are you, Don? Don. <laughs> uh, anybody with any authority is either con- is is at the very at best confused, but most of them are just really just in well, pissy moods. Well, yeah, because because Don's a threat to their power, right? I think that's what you it know? is too, because I think that's what it is. I, you know, they've made a decision. Yeah. And now here's Don coming in just, you know, without them, without their permission. Right. And I mean, as, as you, you know. point out here, the underlings know he's good and Lou isn't good. So Lou's going to yeah. be worried because maybe that means he's out the door. Well, right? Lou, Lou is the one who understandably <laughs> should be worried. I Yes, because he's he, taking he, Don's he, job. Yeah. He'll lose his job. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's understandable that, that Lou is worried. But, but yeah. Uh, whereas it's funny. I, I like how Stan was just happy to see him. Yep. Where you been, Don? Riding yep. the rails? Which is like, uh, okay. <laughs> is that a reference to the hobo code from season one? I don't know. Yeah, but I maybe. Think so. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's actually pretty great. A little, And I think you'll see a lot of those little nods this season because the writers know the show's ending. Yeah. So they, they kind of saying to fans, remember that time? Remember yep. that time? Is that other yep. time? So there's a little bit of nostalgia again. Yep. Um, 
And I think there's also a kind of like from like the beat generation, like like Stan knows that yeah. Don is kind of of that generation, even yeah. though he was not necessarily a beat Nick. No, he's he's of that generation. So it's yeah. it's like you know, and that that idea of like on the road, the Kerouac thing, where you just sort of kind of go. Yeah, you know, you you experience America. It's, it, I think it's kind of that kind of thing. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, and the one that gets me is the reaction. Well, there's two. The, we see two of them as things go by. There's Joan, who's just terrible, terrible, and Peggy, who's awful too. I know. I, I get that Dawn was horrible to Peggy on a lot of occasions, throwing money at her, yelling, "That's what the money is for." All the classic things we've seen. Yeah. It's. I don't know. It's been a, it's been a few yeah. months in world in real time of the show. Yeah. So there's there's been like six months of us not seeing everybody around yeah. the office going. God, I'm glad that drunk bastard's gone. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. probably been happening. Yeah, uh, and and also the merger hasn't gone well for her. Oh, it hasn't because she she's actually lost position. Yeah, right. Because 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 when when she was with, with Ted Ted and Jim and them, yeah, uh, she she was basically Lou. Yeah. That's right. And now she's not. Now now there's Lou ahead of her. That's right. I mean, she's still technically the chief copywriter, the copy yeah. chief, but yeah, yeah Lou And has, Lou doesn't listen to her. So Lou doesn't listen know. to her. Ted's gone and Dawn knows she's smart and he's gone. Yeah. So now, you know, it's it's actually caused her to sort of drop in prestige. So you're probably and right. He he he's the one who pushed ahead the merger, right? So mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. you know, he's like again, sort of a visual representation of her essentially demotion yeah no that's right, right. exactly frustration exactly can you believe that uh you can't smoke in a barn i can't this, these health kind of people are awful <laughs> sorry ladies no smoking in the barn I do, I do like that the other uh woman who's chaperoning her kids says uh i hope they don't pearl on the wrong udders <laughs> this, this obsession with this woman's chest is yeah is, is again i think it's probably period accurate yeah uh it wouldn't be something i think anybody would comment on today i really don't yep. think anybody well <laughs> maybe some people who listened to our live recording last week but yeah um <laughs> I, I it wouldn't i don't it's just weird it's, it's a weird thing to notice that's to me that's all um it's a weird thing yes yeah. the person who's the most exciting to see don is kenny and yeah, he's Kenny really, really seems, excited. It's like, he's Don? really excited. Don, how you doing, buddy? I had a kid. Here's a picture. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. Yeah. Ken, we call Ken, him Eddie. Yeah. We, he's Edward, but we call him Eddie. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. No, because you don't call babies Edward. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, my, my grandfather's name was Edgar Edmund Broadbeck. Okay. His name Ed Ed. Right. So I, I got a feeling my great grandparents would like the name Ed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I knew a guy who was named Stephen Stevens. <laughs> I thought it was particularly cruel, but you That's know, right. hey. Now, is he, his last name was with a, with a V, I, I presume? Yeah. Was his first name with a V or a PH? I have no idea. Okay. I didn't know him that well. Okay. Go there. Steve Stevens, the guitar player for um, um, Billy Idol. Billy Idol. Yeah. He also, he also does that thing, uh, that instrumental on uh, the Top Gun soundtrack. Right. Which yeah. I thought was pretty good. Yeah, he he, he can play. Not, um, not the movie. I didn't I didn't really like the movie, but no, yeah. it's just stupid macho American yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yep, yep. It's, also, it's got. However, it does have F-14s in it and an true. aircraft carrier. So true. I skip true. over everything else. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, uh, whereas I watched Bridget Ramaga the other day. God, that's a good movie. Okay. Um, yeah. And I was started watching The Great Escape last night. We watched some war movies. There you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's genuinely excited. Yeah, uh, the carousel. This is the carousel in Central Park. It reminds me of you again. Call back to season one. Yeah. Um. Now Joan tells Bert that, that Dawn's around, and uh, you know, so now everybody's getting to find out. I love how Mathis just wants advice about how <laughs> what's he going to do. His fiance has more money than him, or something. Yeah. So he's asking Dawn for advice. It's like, yeah. oh, good. I can talk to somebody here. Uh, I have a feeling though, however, Mathis has probably told this story to everybody in the office and it's always the same thing. It's like, we don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Ask her to buy the beer. Yeah, exactly. That'd be my advice. (laughs) That's probably what I'd say too. I mean, I feel bad for Dawn Uh, as much as Dawn can be a complete ass, uh, you know, and, We've established the show's established yeah. that. I do feel bad for him here. Um, yeah, because he, he's really on the outside, like completely. Th- and things have moved on, and he doesn't understand what 
you know, it's how like, oh, Dawn, wait, wait, Dawn, Dawn's in Jones old up. What does, what's going on? You know, yeah. he has no, no clue. Yeah. Um, oh, Betty tries fresh milk from a cow. Yeah. Uh, this has no appeal to me whatsoever. Me neither. Warm, unpasteurized milk does not appeal to me. No, no, no. Uh, Roger finally comes in. Of course, Roger's hammered. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. I'm amazed that any of these people managed to live. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. I can smell your lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I can smell it. I had lunch. Hey, yeah, I can smell it. Yeah. yeah. And then, okay. Then they set up. Bobby puts down the blanket. He gets the yep. lunch out and he says, you yep. can't sit here to the other kid. That's my mom's spot. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's nice setting it up again. Now, I didn't like the, the, the trips, but that's I have a question for you, please. When she left. Yep. Where did you think she was going? It's a good question. I think she's probably gone to the bathroom. That was always why. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Because here was my, this was my initial thought. Uh Maybe completely wrong. Yeah. But Uh issues about weight. She just had some milk. You may be right. I thought she was going to go throw up. Yeah, that's that's nice. Like, that's... and and what I mean by that is make herself throw up. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, you know, exactly. Bulimia like, bulimi. and the whole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that was my initial thought. I, again, I don't know if it's true or not. She mentions how sweet it is. Yeah, you know, you may be like, onto something here. And and so I just thought my initial thought was, oh, that's what she's going to do. She's going she's going to go and stick her fingers down her throat. Yeah, because she just had she just had the milk okay. and. Uh, yeah, that's a possible. I like it. I like it. That's you that's know. that's pretty reasonable. We, which then kind of for me also kind of sets up the fact that of what he does, right? Yeah, uh, you know, give give away give away her lunch. Yeah, as if she's not going to eat it. Well, I mean, he's you never I mean? seen. He's never, you know, he he has so rarely probably even seen her eat. Exactly. We've seen early on that she only eats with well earlier dawn and then later yep. with um, Henry. Henry, when I, I was going to say. I was going to say Frank. I don't know where the hell I got that Frank. from. Good old Frank. <laughs> oh, Henry, yeah, he, he Henry Francis. That's where I got it from. Frank's dead. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He was Jim Jim and uh, Ted's partner. Right. Leeson. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, so but, like, like I say, I think that I, that was my initial thought. That's a good, that's a good, it's good. I mean, you know, we quick, there's a lot of quick cuts here. We quit back and Lou wants. Yeah. Jim to get rid of Don, of course, because yep. well, he feels threatened, and we and we can understand it. Yeah, um, we, we get a Longfellow Deeds reference. Which was, which was I nice. was very impressed with that. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. Um, this Some of you may know it as the Adam Sandler movie, Mister yeah. Deeds, but yeah, but it's yeah, you shouldn't know anything as an Adam Sandler movie, even Adam Sandler movies. No. Yeah, even the one that's like, have you seen Punch Drunk Love? I have. It's okay. Were you totally impressed by it or I, at the time I was totally impressed by it. Yeah. Okay. Cause I think in retrospect, it's simply because Adam Sandler didn't act like an idiot. And we were like, yeah, oh, wow. that, that I I'm, I'm with you there. I think that that's what, it, but at the time it was like, wow. At the time it was like, oh my God, he can actually act. Wow, like he human. can actually act. Right. Yeah. And I don't think it was that. I mean, I think if I went back and watched it now, I would go, yeah, yeah. This is just a movie. Yeah. You know, anyway, um, the lunch trading thing actually happened to Matt Weiner. That's where the story comes from. Uh, right. Apparently he said he never saw his mom eat because his All mom right. always ate with his dad. And he said, I didn't, I was seven years old. I didn't, my, as far as I could tell, my mother really didn't eat, which is wild. Um, but, uh, you know, um, so it's really awful. Uh, yeah. He loves his mother so much, but he doesn't know her at no. all. And that's no. really, really depressing to me. It's yeah. sad as And he's trying hard. That's the thing. He's he really is. Hard. He is. He puts out the thing and he's, no, my mom's sitting there. Yeah, but he, he thought yeah. like, oh, I've got two sandwiches here. Well, my mom wouldn't have one. Yeah. I'll trade one. I'll be nice to this girl who doesn't yeah. have anything and just has gumdrops. Let's worry about that kid's parents. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. What, <laughs> what kind of parents? Uh, just What's says, going on? Here, what do we got? Gumdrops. Here you go. Here you go. Uh, you know, I live... peanut butter sandwich. Come on yeah. now. It's ridiculous. Um, but it's, it's really sad. And Betty's reaction makes me want to jump through the screen and strangle her. And I'm yeah. so pro Betty typically yeah, because of the situations that she's been put in, but my God, lady. Yeah. My God. Um, yeah. and then when he, she's the worst part of the whole thing to me almost is like when she's like, like basically makes him eat everything too. Yeah. 
you're going to eat those gumdrops. No, you know, it's up there with you hear what people who say when they find they find a pack of cigarettes and their kid and they say, sit down and yeah. smoke them all in front of me. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> you're trying to kill somebody. Anyway, uh, it's not the oh, same I always as- think that, that would backfire because nicotine, nicotine being addictive. Oh, yeah. It may, it may, it may actually have the opposite. Believe effect. me, if I, I bet if I had one, I'd be OK. But if I had a, sat here and smoked a pack of them, I'd then yeah. go buy another pack of cigarettes. Yeah. Different time. Um. Anyway, it's horrible. Uh Oh, it's time for the meeting. And yes. uh, they didn't fire him. Nope. He was adequate. That's but true. I think it's time yeah. we discuss Harry Crane. <laughs> Lou, Lou is adequate. I, I like love that. how he just Lou is adequate. adequate. Yeah, fine. fine. Yeah. Uh, Jim's actually right. It's where the advertising course is going. Um, this is a financial decision, of course, Bert says, which makes complete sense because that's yeah. all Bert thinks about his money because yeah. he's an Ayn Rand asshole. Yeah. Um, he's a partner. We have to we'd have to buy him out, which of course, yeah. you know, uh, which is what it's what sways Joan and Bert. It's like, oh yeah, yeah this is gonna cost us a bunch of money. Uh, I also liked when Roger said, you want to see Mary Wells sitting on Don's left the next time you have to go present. Cause I mean, she's the super, one of the superstars of the sixties Madison yep. Avenue scene. He's supposed to be one of even though he's fictional. Yeah. And it's like, Oh yeah, this is, it's almost like we're just going to get this guy. So, so the other team doesn't get him. You know, yep. I like uh, Roger here. I think, I, Roger, I think Roger actually has a backbone here and he, you know, it's neat seeing too. Cause so often when you get, when he gets confronted, yeah, he kind of backs down, even though he yeah. yells a lot. Like he's, yeah. he's like a little boy. Eh? He's, yeah. you know, as I've described many times, Roger's basically just a bunch of appetites that are sentient. Yeah. But there are times when he can. He and here, this was good. He spoke some sense. Um. Uh, but Joan here's awful. Like it's just. I know she is. He's cost me a lot of money. Well, that's yeah. true. He's sure, made you a IPO. lot of money he's too. The, I think made you a lot of money. The, the, he's the, also, yeah. He was the only person who said. You shouldn't sleep with Herb Rennett. Yeah. Shouldn't have left that meeting, but no. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, and then, of course, we have Betty complaining that it was a long day. Oh, shut yeah. up. Uh, it's, it's really hard to see her side here. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, and then Bobby just says, I wish it was yesterday, which I get that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really sad. Um, this is where Peggy has her moment where she says, I can't really say that we missed you. Yeah. What? It's really, and again, as I said before, I get that she's, that he's been shitty to her because he has. And I yeah. get that it's just an odd thing to go up and say that to him. I thought it was an odd choice. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, but also, you know, if she wouldn't be there if not for him. No, exactly. It's a very right. strange, yeah. and uh, it's, it's, I don't think it's out of character or anything. No, no. I just I think it's think so, jarring yeah. to see it. Yeah. And I, th- I think, again, we're, we're, seeing the changes in her right oh you that's know, an entirely different different woman than season yeah. one <laughs> and, and, and when we talk about changes in character development mm-hmm. it's not always always good oh no right sometimes it's bad development Char- just means change over time character development some is sometimes you end up being a, a, a more terrible person oh yeah oh yeah yeah exactly um it was a perfect day and he ruined it Jeez, yeah buddy. yeah right uh, Thank do you me. think i'm a good mother <laughs> Why don't they love me? Well, I think they probably love you, but you have literally no relationship well, with them and you're mean. Yeah. Um, and you're self-centered. It's not all her, eh? Yeah. Why, 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 why was Bobby upset? Yeah. Why did Bobby do it? Maybe I should ask first. <laughs> now I get that in, in 1969, it was probably rare for parents to say to kids, why are you upset? Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with, Asking the question. Yeah. Why, 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 why'd you give it away? Yeah. Cause if he said, well, that girl had no, no lunch, it'd be like, yeah. In this case though, I, I imagine Betty would say, well, well, screw her. I had no yeah. lunch either. Well, her, pa- her, her parents should be taking care of her, not us. <laughs> Probably something like that. Betty has shown to be, I think a little right of Henry. Yes. So I think it's quite possible. Anyway, it's, I find it really. And Mussolini. Yeah. Yeah. And, Evita Perone. I um, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the things that I, it's funny. I, whenever I watch the show, which is lots, I, I often think to myself, my parents didn't act like that. Like in these later seasons, because I mean, it's different when they're when it's it's like eight nine years earlier. But I mean, I yeah. remember 1969. I mean, I was four years yeah. old, but I do remember lots yeah. of things. I never remember my parents just being complete jerks. <laughs> Maybe they were, but I forgot. Well, yeah, I don't know. 
but don't forget Betty's coming from an entitled position. It's an entirely different situation. Right? Yeah. You know, it's, you know, my parents weren't like that either, but my parents yeah. were working class. Yeah. And my parents right? didn't come from like old money. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so it's a different scene, know. I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, not that my parents were perfect, obviously, but you know, they were, they were imperfect in different ways. Yep. I think they leave, put all these conditions on Don, which sound impossible, right? Yeah. No drinking, which is the first yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, he has to stick to a script, which is like, oh, but but I had lib, but I had lib <laughs> yeah. things. Remember that at it's toasted thing? I made that yeah. up on the spot. So this is going to be difficult for him. And then th- the final like indignity is, oh, and by the way, the guy who killed himself, you're in his old office. Yeah, yeah. I was really surprised when Don just went okay, yeah, and just took the form, and you know, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's really, I was very surprised, and it yeah. makes well, sense that yeah, go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say he called their bluff, right? Exactly. And he'd rather be here yeah, than anywhere else. It, I, I think it's almost like, well, he gets all his value in his life, uh, self-worth yeah. from his work, because now that it looks like his marriage is falling apart. Yeah. Again. Again, he's not going to get anything from her nope. anymore. So now he, the only, all he has is work. Yeah. So you know, he can seethe and cope in his office thinking about his wife rather yeah. than sitting in his apartment, his tastefully decorated New York penthouse. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the, I mean, really, I think what it is, is they want to get want him to quit. Oh, I think so. I think those, right. They're, they're that's, thinking that's what it is. is he'll what does Don say, do? Drinks a lot. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to Wells Ridge Green. Yeah. But it's like, drink a, what's Don do? He drinks a lot. Let's see. He had lives a lot. Let's say he can't do that yep. anymore. Also, yep. let's say he can't use bro cream. I mean, yep. uh, I love the fact that they then choose if six was nine by Jimi Hendrix because yep. everything's wrong and upside down. The world's yep. strange. So it's perfect that way. What yeah. I miss, Steve. Uh, let's see how many things. One, two, three, three, oh, things. three, three this week, folks. If you had three in your bingo three card, approach the bingo caller and collect your prize. Um, first, mm. um, that, that scene between Don and Roger mm-hmm. when Roger says he misses him. Oh yeah, I know. I th- I think that explains what happens at the end. Yeah, right when he stands up for him, it's like you know I'm going to st- I'm going to stand up for this guy. Yeah, this is my now, I found this guy. I discovered yeah. this guy. So now Roger can- gets himself into a position where you know he he kind of has to accept the conditions as well. Well, in order yeah, exactly. To keep going on right, like you know he he kind of paints himself in that, in that corner because of that. I've been in a situation like that where um, the department was going to kick out a student. Oh, for a reason. Sure. But they kept the same, st- another student in, even though that student did the same thing. And I said, well, oh. we, we, we can't, we can't get rid of one and the other. Yeah. And it's the reason they wanted to kick this, this guy out is there's a couple of people in the department who didn't like the kid, um, which was, I mean, fair enough, but you know, you don't make those kinds of decisions. No, you, I, I, like I, I don't like all my students, but I don't try to get them kicked out of school. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, and so I, I, argued forcefully for this kid and, and they, they said, okay, fine. And then a, another situation came up in which they, they basically turned the argument around on me and said, well, if we, if we can't, if we can't give this consideration to this kid, we can't give this consideration to this other kid, right? This third kid. And it's like, right. Oh, right you're right. I can't, I can't, then no, I can't argue against <sighs> that. That's I right. Can't argue against that. You can't just go, no, that's not what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> which is, which is what I wanted to do. Of course. You know? Of course. But, but, I, I, and so I think Rogers in, in that kind of situation where he, he's got them to a point where they, he, rec- they recognize that they can't get rid of Don. Yes. But he's not in a position where he can't stop them from putting on these conditions. Right. Cause it's no, like, exactly. okay. It's like, you know, um, so, so that, so yeah, I like the fact that Ro- Roger misses him. There, there seemed to be a, the beginnings of a, you know, a real connection between the two of them again. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, yes. just it's just a reference. Um, I th- every time somebody mentions Joey Joey Hetherington, I, I think I think of uh, Catherine O'Hara, <laughs> like the Lola character, the Lola Heatherton character, yeah, the Lola Heatherton character, Sandy Maudlin. I want yeah, to bear 
your children. Exactly. You know, so uh, so they mentioned Joey Heatherton, which was pl- pleasant because SCTV is one of my favorite TV shows. Oh, of all sure. Time. I mean, I wish so, we could f- if we could somehow find all episodes of SCTV, we could do a deep dive podcast on SCTV. I know. I know. But they're nowhere to be found, man. No, there there are some of them out there, but but not not everything. Yeah, and it's a shame because there's yeah. some stuff on there, especially the early ones. Yeah, they were just ma- basically making fun of local Toronto TV stations, and it yeah, was somehow exactly. syndicated all over the United States and Canada. I remember watching it yeah. going. Because I was living in Sudbury, thinking people aren't getting these jokes. Yeah. I and mean, I was twelve, going, yeah. "There's no way people. We're the only pe- family in this whole town that, that gets these jokes, right? Because they're yeah. about where we used to live." Yeah, love it. Um. Also, uh, this is not one of the three, but I, okay. I, I just, it's, it's I just like to add this. this is a bonus. It's one. a bonus. It's a bonus. Um, which I'm sure you'll you'll approve of. Um, can I just say how great Stephanie Drake is? She's amazing as Meredith. She's amazing. She's, she's, amazing. There, she's there for very, very short yeah. period of time, but it's great. What I like about her performance is that I don't think Meredith is stupid. No, I don't think she's got an IQ of 145, but no. she's not dumb. She's doing this. Yeah. She's playing like that because that's what's expected of her, yeah. of, of of Meredith is, oh, I'm a ditzy blonde. People are going to think I'm a d- yeah. ditzy blonde. I guess I'll be one. Yeah. But I don't think Meredith is stupid. No. She's odd. Yeah. But I've known, women, yep. I've, known, I've known people like that. They're just odd. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I yep. think she is. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. I'm I love just, the character. I'm just coming in and doing my job. Yep. Yep. I'm making the comment here. Yeah. Um, but but the third one that I did want to talk about, which yes. kind of amused me, was uh, the Burton Joan thing. Yeah. When when they're having this serious discussion, and, and Bert says, "Well, come on in," right? Because he doesn't want anybody to hear it. And she yeah. says, "I'm wearing boots." Yeah. <laughs> and there's that that moment of, 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 on on the look on Bert's face is like, which annoys me more. <laughs> I know. It's like he's doing some calculus in his head. What's like, worse? All right, just come in then. Yeah. It's it's that's great. Um, right. We will uh continue talking about this television show next week. We will. But, uh and you can find us on the internet, right? Like doing other am, things. I am on the internet. Yeah, he's at Doc Pinko and he does things. I am on the Twitter. Yeah, I've I've just talked about Atlantis, in fact. That's awesome. Alien CG, Jason on mm-hmm. Illuminati Social Club, and I just did a deep dive into Atlantis. I love it. Oh, I'm going to listen to that. I love and that. Ed- Edgar Casey. Edgar Casey is great. Uh, folks, you sh- really should check out uh, Illuminati Social Club. It's a lot of fun. It's about weird conspiracy theories. There's also the whole run of the TV show In Search of yep. that they take a deep dive in. Yep. Uh, but we also, lot- did, we also did season one of Project UFO. That's right. So there's a lot of good stuff there. A lot of good sort of, uh, let's call it retro stuff, but also just a lot of fun stuff yep. just generally. Uh, if you want to hear me do another podcast that I did live in front of the studio audience last week, go to mmvh.ca soon. I don't think it's out yet, but it will be soon. Uh, and uh, check out our live episode. And also the Mountain Brushmore of Bread was in that one. Yes. Um, so there's that. Uh, you can find all kinds of other things I do out there too. So just go take a look for those. And soon I'll be lecturing again and releasing those as podcasts. So if you just search my name, I'm not telling you the whole, it's the worst podcast title ever. Okay. I'll say it. Dr. David Broadbeck's psychology lectures from Algoma university is literally the worst title for a podcast ever done. But it, 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 it does what it says on the it does. Oh, yeah, it's 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 extremely descriptive. It's it's like I'm a Soviet department store. Yep. You know, it's like Soviet you'll 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 never be confused no. about what it's about. No, no, it, it it delivers what it exactly exactly. exactly. Uh, on that note, let's listen to the Jimi Hendrix experience playing. Uh, if six was nine, uh, came out on December first, nineteen sixty seven, and it's on the album uh, "Are You Experienced?" Oh, sorry, "Axis Bold as Love," Bold which love. is an incredible album, which I actually did on I did on the uh, ear ear holes. Uh, yes. Uh, on that note, I'll see you next week, Steve. All right, see you.
Conservative flashing down the street, pointing their plastic finger at me. <laughs> They'll be soon my kind of drop and die, but I'm gonna wave my free flag. pointer there it is okay <laughs> I, should, I should leave that part in where's my fucking nose pointer um hello hello peggy pizza hot 